Hey everybody, welcome back to the next number podcast. I'm your host Oscar. It's the right of me is my lovely wife, Elma. And we have another awesome episode for you guys. Now, just going to give you the sad news up front. This is going to be our last episode of the year. But don't scream, don't hit uh your I don't know, in-laws, don't uh, start a riot. I'm talking about you, Bob, over there in the back. Because we have a very special episode for you guys. Today is our Christmas special. And we're going to go a little extra long just for you guys. Because I know you all are traveling. Uh, some of you guys have annoying families out there. So you want to just escape from it all. Hey, we're here for you, all right? So just buckle in because we have an awesome episode for you guys. You're excited? I'm excited. And it's actually really fun because... I, I did something different this time, so I actually don't... So I picked up the stories up front, right? But I don't actually know um, uh, what the story is about because I randomized it for myself. Okay. So so you can't spoil it for I us. can't spoil it for anybody. First story of the day is, Am I the echo for insulting the food my wife made despite not knowing she made it? I would try to keep it short. My wife and I are 46 and 47. We've been married 19 years now, and not once in our marriage has she ever cooked. I honestly never minded it. She's told me that she's terrible in the kitchen, and that I'd like to do it anyways. Yesterday, I had a long day at work and told my wife this. She told me she would order food in so I didn't have to cook. I come home, and she sets a table. The food is neatly placed on two plates, and I begin to dig in. The food was bland, borderline gross, and nothing to what I had tasted before. My head was already pounding. I was not in the mood for a shitty food. I just looked up from the food and told her, This fucking sucks. Please don't order from this place again. She got really quiet and then sad. I asked if everything was okay and she said yes. She still seemed a bit off the whole dinner. After dinner, I wouldn't stop asking her what's wrong until she finally snapped and told me she cooked the food. It wasn't ordered. She said she was sorry and she won't cook for me again and I could see her tearing up. She went right to bed. I had to leave early the next day so she was asleep. I asked a buddy of mine for advice and he said I shouldn't have talked about anybody's food that way. Am I the a-hole or was this an honest mistake? I think he was the a-hole or at least just not very smart. (laughs) Tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we eat a lot. Yeah. Or... I meant to say we eat out. I eat a lot. I'll, I'll keep that statement true. <laughs> but we eat out yeah. sometimes. And when of all the times we've eaten out, have we taken it out of its packaging, uh, out of its it to go packaging, okay. and set it in a nice plate? Yeah, but okay. we don't do that. Yeah, but that's because we're like we're we're like we're monsters, bro. We're disgusting, like, apes when it comes to eating out. Because look at this. Every time that we're, like... Do you guys not do that? Wait. Let me say this. You just eat it out of the container that's there with the disposable fork that they give you. That's normal. So let me say this, though. Don't include me in what you're about to say. (laughs) When we order food, Mm -hmm. it's always, like, dude, we are lazy. We don't want to cook. We want to just go out and grab something to eat. Or it's last minute, blah, blah, blah. So when that thing arrives here, we're like, bro, I need to eat this thing. Like, we're like, I'm starving for it, right? But these people seem like this is their usual. Like, they order food out a lot, what mm-hmm. it seems like. So maybe since, they've, since, since they order food so much, they want to take it up, put it on their plate, and make it seem like it is like a home dinner kind of style. Like, hey, we're having a romantic little eating out 
night thing. Sounds like you're making a lot of assumptions. I just feel like if I was eating out every day, I would want to at least be a little fancy with it, you know, put it on a little plate, maybe get a little bit. Okay, they don't eat out every day. He cooks. This one time he said he was tired. So I think he either does not have great detective skills because best believe I would notice the bag of the carryout bag right away. Not if I stuffed it in the freaking trash. For some reason, you'd love to Stuff not things in the trash? no. Oh, not throw into the, the trash. The trash can can be empty, but if we eat out, you will grab the bag that they give us to eat out yeah. and put it next to the trash. I do do that. You never put it in there for some reason. I feel like it makes the trash can look like it's more full. Yeah, so but even if it's empty, you you just want to yeah, put, put it next to the trash can. It just it seems better. It doesn't to me because I feel like you don't throw out the trash often enough. <laughs> yeah. So just have like eight bags of just <laughs> eating out right next to it. Uh, it makes me feel better about it. All right. It I makes like you think that you can go longer without yeah, throwing out the trash. Because I'm like, it's neatly placed. There's like a few little little bags out here around it. But the trash can itself, not full. I have, I got, I got a week left or so. I think you should throw out the trash like every day or every other day, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. We're getting sidetracked here, obviously. So, obviously, he he missed the cues. If this was the very first time that he assumed she set the food in these nice nice plates or whatever, or just the regular plates, wouldn't that be a a realization? I think we need more info. I want to know if she's done this before. Because, like, okay, if she's, like... If they typically take out their food and... Put it on the plate or... And then, like... Uh, throw the trash whatever in the trash can whatever like because if this is something that they do regularly then i can see why this man made the mistake you know mm-hmm. but also though maybe it's just us but whenever we eat out we have about seven to ten eight places that we eat out from yeah so wouldn't he realize oh this isn't pollo loco <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is not pollo loco this is not flame broiler this is not yeah. pizza hut or whatever. you know oh, little caesars yeah i i get that I, I just don't know like i need to know more information i, I feel like you guys just don't ask enough questions we if, don't if we don't i you don't if i saw this and i am assuming it's takeout yeah. Hey, what did you get us? Where, where is oh, this from? Yeah, where's this place from? I would totally ask that. Also, I want to say this, though. Like, whenever, whatever she cooked, I want to know. You got to send me a picture, homie. Because, like, I can tell fast food from home cooked. Yeah. And if she, if she never cooks and she's terrible in the kitchen, homie, like, he got a plate and it's, like, just undercooked chicken with, like, undercooked rice and like a freaking uh not even boiled vegetables just there you're gonna be able to tell that <laughs> that's not from the restaurant <laughs> if you did or from a restaurant you're gonna well they're gonna get a sue notice like asap because this is terrible <laughs> i know? also feel like okay full disclosure i don't like cooking yeah uh you uh, do you like cooking i en- i enjoy it ish when you're not in a hurry. When I'm not in a hurry, I enjoy it. But uh, you know what? No, let me put this. I do it for survival. I enjoy it when I'm cooking for friends and or big gatherings. That's it. So when he's feeding me, he doesn't enjoy it. That's all right. <laughs> That's a survival thing. I enjoy it when you say thank you. <laughs> like, thanks for keeping me alive. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I feel like you used to enjoy it. Am I wrong? Yeah, I used to enjoy it because we used to not be so, like... 
press crazy. for time press for time and also like budgeting we've gotten a little tighter with it when well not tighter we just we've gotten we've stuck to it more mm -hmm. and also i don't I enjoy going shopping that has helped I, yeah that has <laughs> helped a lot but i don't enjoy it as much because i'm constantly in a cutting bulking season and so like right now i'm cutting because your boy a little chub chub right so like i'm cutting a little bit which means i have to cook plain food all the time if i'm bulking bro i enjoy it all yo throw this throw that oh, put okay. some potatoes in here some fries whatever like the whole thing right but right now i'm like yeah it's your standard beef with your standard brown rice throw some veggies in there and that's it and we've been eating that for like two weeks i bro. don't eat that but yeah but, you know a version of that so i don't enjoy it right now per se but go ahead okay okay, okay. your point so i was gonna say i don't cook i don't like cooking um but i have cooked right yeah. And would you say that when I cook, it tastes good or no? Don't do that, face. I'm playing around. No, it, it, it tastes good. Yeah. And the reason for it, I don't enjoy cooking, but I enjoy baking. is because in baking, there's measurements. And they tell you, yeah. how, like, every step, it's laid out for you. Um, cooking is not as uh black and white i would say but if you're following a recipe it still kind of tells you sometimes yeah. they, they you still kind of get there yeah sometimes they throw some bs in <laughs> throw a pinch of this and i'm like and what the, the heck is a pinch um uh or when it tells you boil until you see it blah 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 blah. i'm like no tell me a specific time yeah. to boil it you know yeah baking is so wonderful it's like bake for 40 minutes at four uh, 400 degrees you know and when it comes to cooking, I can try to follow the directions as much as possible, even when they're not clear. Um, and you will get a pretty good, a pretty good dish. Yeah. What did she do? I don't know. I, I want to say some people go like pretty off the rails when it comes to like cooking. I think I've seen them done do yeah. this. Because yeah, exactly. Okay, so that's uh, okay. I'm only saying this out of experience. Okay. Because when I started cooking. And I started cooking, like, late. I was, like, 19 or so when we moved out, basically. Mm -hmm. That's when I was like, well, we need to survive, right? <laughs> so I was like, we need to cook some stuff. And at first, I thought cooking was the easiest thing. In my head, I had made it up to be like, my mom's done in, like, half an hour. Like, we're chilling, you know? But it, what I didn't know was all the work she had been putting the day before, prepping stuff or whatever. And so yeah, when, I, when I started cooking, I was like, all right. All I need to do is just, like, throw the ingredients in there, and it'll figure itself out, throw some seasoning, whatever, whatever I find, and then I'm chilling. Like, it'll be fine. But I didn't know, like, the basics of it, so it ended up tasting really weird in the beginning. It was, like, really, like, off. Like, I was like, this is not how my mom's food <laughs> tastes. <laughs> like, what is this? I you think know? it's because you're allergic to directions. I'm very allergic to directions. I, I, I just don't. I don't do instructions at all. Yeah. Mm -mm, that ain't me, dog. I... I, I make up the instructions on the spot. Oh, so yeah. maybe this is, she maybe she's a fellow instructor maker upper. So she was just like, ah, oh, just throw this chicken in there and it'll figure itself out, and I'll throw this rice in there eventually. And I think she she set herself up for failure by not telling him, hey, I know that you said that you were tired of cooking or you were just tired in general today. So I yeah. decided to to give it a shot and cook for us. Mm. As you know, I don't cook, yeah. so... So was this just, like, a, a result of bad timing? Not bad Cause timing. Because like, it was a day that I'm sure him as a... a he was already, like, upset because of the day. Tired. Whatever, tired. <clears throat> I'm sure that, like, he would have enjoyed something that didn't add more to that 
negativity, right? So she decided that that day she was going to cook food. It's not that. I think it totally is just her cooking. She's like, oh, my gosh, I'm making this for my hubby. He's going to be yeah. so happy with it. I'm an expert over here. He's going to love it. and He's going to praise me for it. And then here. And she was just waiting. And he was just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> but is that we, undercooked? <laughs> if she had set his expectations off the bat. And he would have like, faked it I, or something. I tried cooking for us. I Tell me what you think about it. I yeah. think he would have been way nicer about his critiques, you know? Probably. And it wouldn't have gone it. this way. She yeah. set him up for fla failure. She's a hole. No, she was sweet. She did it out of, She's like, the worst. <laughs> I think he, he tried. This doesn't mean... You know what? Naughty this time. This time it does... Or this story, it means... He tried. He tried. He just was not smart. There is a little bit of an edit here. Okay. And a, and a last tiny little update before we move on. Edit for clarification... I did not mean this in a derogatory way at all. My wife and I have lived in the same area our entire marriage and very often come across an absolutely terrible takeout place. It's a thing we do, saying, God, this sucks. Usually, the response is a laugh because we have a tally of the horrible places and we find it funny. My fault for not specifying that. And then, on to the last little update. Got home yesterday with flowers and a bottle of wine. Sat her down and told her that the food wasn't restaurant quality, but I thought it was great for a beginner. She said she'd like to learn a little bit of basic cooking, so I'm going to teach her for whenever she wants to cook. She laughed about it a little, about how bad the food was. Thank you all for the advice. Yeah, I think they're they're both... They're going to make it. <laughs> They've been married for 19 years. I, hope, I, I see I a few more. this is not the deal break. <laughs> <laughs> I could I give them two or three years. <laughs> Uh, no, that's nice. I, yeah. I, and that's also like, I think that's just like the human thing to do. Cause I mean, there's been times where you cook and you're like, give me, give me your critique on this. And there's mm -hmm. times where I cook and I'm like, yo, I tried something new here. I don't know I if this is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this is gonna, you know, end up with food poisoning, but. You have invented a couple of things that I really enjoy. Good. Good. Yeah. Cause that's what I am. I'm an inventor of food out mm -hmm. here. You ready for the next story? Yeah. All right. Next story here is, am I the echo for calling my nephew a sad beige baby? I have two kids, a two-year-old and a six-year-old, and my sister has a son who is one and a half years old. She's a mommy blogger and embraces the white beige aesthetic. This preference reflects in every room of her apartment, including seasonal decorations, and she's quite intense about it. I've never said anything to her about it as it brings her joy. Some months ago, I stumbled upon a TikTok channel where a woman adopts a fake German accent to review fashion for what she calls sad beige babies. I think it's really funny. It has become an inside joke at our home. During our recent visit to her apartment with my parents and husband, my nephew was seated on my lap. We were playing. I was wobbling him on my lap and pretending to eat his little arms. As I was talking gibberish, I unintentionally slipped into the sad beige baby persona. I genuinely didn't anticipate it becoming an issue. However, when I mentioned sad beige baby, my sister became furious. She expressed frustration, stating she's tired of people critiquing her decorating preferences. When my brother tried to explain that it was meant as a joke and that she is too anal about her aesthetic, she angrily spilled her wine on the white tablecloth, exclaiming, Are you happy now? She then asked us to leave and has since inundated me with direct messages on Instagram, sending me numerous mommy accounts sharing the same aesthetic. 
Among other things, I should apologize for my unintentionally rude comment. I'm utterly taken aback because in truth, it wasn't even directed at my sister. My nephew happened to be wearing a beige sweater and made an exaggerated sad face, which prompted laughter, thus me calling him a sad beige baby. Am I the a-hole? She's not the a-hole. The sister is the a-hole. And you know what? I, I have said it so many times, but we are so blessed with our wonderful family, you know, on both sides. Yeah. I don't understand how people like this have friends. I would never to choose to be friends with someone like this. But when they're your sibling. It's kind of tough. Okay, so I want to put some background to this. Because when I first read this story, I was like, what the heck is a sad beige baby? Yeah, I have no idea. And what's a sad beige, like, uh, aesthetic or whatever, right? Yeah. So I had to hop on the good old TikTok and try to figure out what this thing is. Okay. So I have a few videos for you guys, and I, I just want to explore this because I think there's more that we don't know. Okay. You ready? Yeah. So I actually, yo, your boy, I'm an investigator. Do I have a detective license? No. But is that a probably thing? The, maybe hopefully I think you should have a license to be detective. Otherwise, you're just some random guy finding random clues of things and just oh, be hired. Wait, sorry, I don't know why I didn't think of like detective as in like police detective. I thought detective as like a, a I think my husband's cheating on me. Let me hire a detective, a private detective. I'm pretty sure they need a license too. You think so? I'm, I think they all need a, a license to I have don't a think practice. So. I'm pretty sure they do. What is their license on? I just right. follow people <laughs> and I take just follow. pictures. All right, let's see. Let's take, let's take a look. Do private investigators need a license? Uh, to be eligible to apply for licensure as a private investigator, you must meet the following requirements. Be 18 or older. Okay, undergo a criminal history background check through the California Department of Justice. In the federal... Okay, so you just need to be 18 in order to have a private investigator's license? Well, do you just apply for one? Are they just giving it out, like, Yeah, I don't think there's no training, no schooling. It's just... All right, well, I'm, I might apply for one just to, <laughs> just to uh, show it off. But, okay, so I went ahead and uh, actually did the work to try to find who the heck this German-speaking, sad beige reviewer is. Okay. And I found the original TikTok. Er, okay. You want to go ahead and see what she does? Yes. Welcome to Werner Herzog's new line of children's clothing. Sad beige clothes for sad beige children. This one I call nature does not care about you. You've all right to stare it down. I call this one when you adorn yourself with the birthday crown. That is a time for quiet contemplation of your own mortality. For each year you go around the sun, so you draw a little bit closer to the grave. This is one I call, are those, are those tear tattoos? Did she, did she murder someone? Orange is the new black. Godspeed, child. Godspeed. And this one I call the envy of existence. It, and, uh, do we need a, do we need a palate cleanser? Ah, there we go. That's better. Okay, I, I... I don't know. The, I don't. I don't see the. <laughs> I don't see the appeal. I mean, I, I only see. I'm starting to change my like. Am I the echo thing? Because maybe you're the echo for, for watching, watching this stuff. Yeah. Okay, but I did have to go ahead and find out like what's the whole um uh, beige sad beige thing. But apparently, it's like this really big uh community of people that just like beige colors. So like this one right here. 
the happy medium between sad beige mom and not sad beige mom and i'm just going to show you why so let's go okay first up there's this and then there's this so this is a sad beige it's beautiful thing. then there's this we all have a good ball pit and then there's this there's this are you liking it i feel this. like you're liking it there's this the beige yeah and then there's this like you guys you can't blame us there's this, and then for some reason this next one screams like the most sad beige to me, but I can't help but love it. There is this. Like, it is sad, I admit, but I love it. It is not an eyesore in our house. Like, you gotta understand, like, why we are at least partial sad beige as moms. I mean... And, and I'll leave, like, a, a, a link to all these TikToks in the bottom of the description if you guys want to check them out. But, like, I, I, I kind of see the appeal, but... I don't know why you go so hardcore into it. No, the the sister-in-law definitely has issues. She's not a cool person. She doesn't. She's not. <laughs> she's well, not chill. Yeah. What I, I she's actually, the opposite of chill. You can't take one criticism, and it's just a joke. And just start freaking throwing wine all over the place. There. Are you happy? No. Are you happy, <laughs> dude? So I did actually end up doing like a little bit of a uh, background on why they do this. And it goes a little deeper than just, like, an aesthetic for the most part, unless you are just aesthetic mm -hmm. person. And I don't really, I don't know if I really, go like, agree with it, but basically the whole beige situation opposed to coloring is for ADHD um, babies, I guess, or, like, babies to not have ADHD. Because if you do, like, neutral colors, apparently it, like, helps the baby not, be, not grow up with or not develop ADHD as an adult. I and think there's research for everything. Yeah. There's a research paper supporting every aspect and every opinion out there. I'm sure there is. Yeah. Now, what's your last take on this? Would you go ahead and be a sad beige mama or are you, you not? Are you against sad beige? Which one are you? You have I, to be a community, one or the other. I will have kids once I have a room for them. Mm -hmm. um, and I can stuff all their stuff in there. Okay. That does not go with my aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so it looks like you're not sad beige mama. That's what it seems like. Or maybe you're like a hidden closeted sad beige mama where you're not. You I would love baby. to be a person that has an aesthetic and sticks to it. I just don't know fashion. I don't know. Mm. See, I can't do that because I find random stuff that I like and I bring it home. Yeah, I know you do. And so our our life is just full of random, colorful yeah. shit that I just find. Mm -hmm. So I cannot be an aesthetic person, unfortunately. And I'm just the one that says we need to we need to paint that another color. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, but yeah, I guess I don't know. Let us know if you're a savage, sad beige mama, I sad get beige the baby, appeal. sad beige person. I totally get the appeal. I yeah. just don't think you can have, uh, what you call it, uh, an aesthetic taste when you have kids. Yeah, see, that's a, that's the thing that I was gonna go into next. Is I feel like if you want to be this type of person, it just costs more money, and I'm not willing to like. Let's say I find a toy that I'm like, yo, that's it. That's the toy. Mm -hmm. That's the one that we need to grab for little Timmy. Little Timmy, right? Um, uh, and. Uh, but and it costs ten dollars, and then I'm like, oh wait, but it doesn't fit my aesthetic. Same toy now fits aesthetic, and that that thing's like eighty dollars. I'm like, I I'm just gonna I'm gonna get the, the ten dollar one. It looks more appealing because it's ten dollars. We're gonna you know? buy like buckets of our colors, you know, that mm. fit our palette. 
Yeah. And then all their toys, just paint them before they can use them. It's too much <laughs> troubling, bro. I can't. It's like, literally I a toy to teach kids the colors. <laughs> and they're all be- like, <laughs> alternating colors of beige. And it's like red. And it's just like, a beige wait, color. It just ends up being a really confused grown up. <laughs> <laughs> okay well that works uh yeah i think it's too expensive but honestly i gotta say the truth i'm gonna I, i'm gonna cap right i'm no capper you don't see me with a cap on so i was seeing some of these sad beige like rooms and houses bro those things are nice yeah I bet because they, they have like neutral colors like uh, don't get me wrong i enjoy a nice little vibrant you know colors and uh and stuff right but your boy is a sucker for nice palettes of color like their houses are all like neutral, um, uh, like lighter, slightly less colorful colors of whatever they are. I feel like pastel. They're all pastel colors. Oh, oh man, that thing's nice. I thought you didn't like pastel. I like it to a certain extent. Like I'll, I'll take some pastel pillows, maybe a pastel like coffee table. But that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Ready for the next story? Yes. Okay. <laughs> next story here is. Am I the a-hole for telling my wife she can work overtime for food if she refuses to eat deer meat? As a lot of you know, food is expensive right now. I was lucky enough to get a deer. I I don't know where they live. Where do you get a deer, bro? I found it in the street. Just <laughs> I was lucky enough to find outside. Pretty, pretty lucky here. I ground it up for ground meat. Basically, when you cook it up, you just think it's normal ground meat. Especially when you do recipes with spices like tacos. My issue is with my tacos wife. Tacos of deer meat? That actually sounds kind of bomb. Mm, honestly, it might. It might be, yeah. You know what's one thing that... Oh, man, this is going to maybe like put me in the bad side of all of you guys' like side here. But uh, yeah, your boy wants to try shark. I heard Why? it tastes good. I heard it, I've heard by multiple sources that shark meat... Very delicious. I'm not into just trying different meats just to try different meats. No, I am. I'm not a big fan of meat, but I was going to say, I can't judge because as Mexicans, we're known to use every part of the cow Yeah. to make food. Booty hole and everything, bro. Why do you beat? Why? <laughs> All right, go ahead. No, I'm done. You can keep reading. <laughs> okay. My issue is with my wife. We have two kids that are under seven. The oldest is fine eating it, but my youngest hates it due to my wife. The first time I made some meatloaf with it, my wife commented that it's Bambi. She doesn't hate the taste just when she knows it's dear. I know this because she liked the tacos and then refused to eat it after my wife made another comment about Bambi. She was two tacos in already. My wife doesn't like to eat it, but I would think she would see that this is to save money. And the food is fine. That our kids need protein. And the meat is so expensive right now. I have talked to her before, but she keeps doing it. I want my daughter to actually have some red meat in her diet since we can't afford to keep buying it. It came to a head today. I made some meat sauce and pasta. My youngest was already eating it and my wife came in and made a Bambi comment. She refused to eat the rest of her dinner. I had enough and told her I expect her to start working overtime for food since she stops the kids from eating the deer meat. We got into an argument about it and she thinks I'm a huge jerk and disgusting for the deer meat. Am I the a-hole? He's not the a-hole. Bro, homie's just trying to provide. Who in their right mind as a parent is like, you're eating Bambi. Yeah, that's weird. But you know what I found even weirder? Watches the movie beforehand. You're like, oh, look at that <laughs> cute deer. Look at the cute yeah. deer. That's what you're eating right now. Right there. Look at it. Look at it. That's. I found it even weirder that the kids know who Bambi is. 
Because she must have shown them the movie. Right? Why is it weird? Because, bro, New Bambi, kids don't know what Bambi no, is. Six and seven, I think, or something like that. They're really young. Seven, under seven years old. They don't know who Bambi is. Our kids are going to know who Bambi oh, is. Yeah, they are. But, like, most kids don't, like, these days. Our my, kids my, are not going to watch new movies until they have caught up yeah, on the gotta, old movies. <laughs> you got to go through the backstory of everything. Because yeah. I understand, as someone who did watch these movies and now has watched better quality movies, going back to watching the old movies, don't hit the same. They don't. You start well, noticing some, some things. Jungle Book is really good, bro. Jungle Book? With the bear? if you can't... Okay, go ahead. Do it. Necessities. Is it like okay? <laughs> I'm really bad with songs. I can't memorize music. Oh, right? Just doing it. Everyone, I'm the the frog now. I know from the mask. Yeah, from the mask. Yeah, but they're they're really good. I like I like them a lot. Like this Christmas around. Um, for yeah, for actual Christmas, because we're like we're taking a little vacation. Yeah, we're gonna watch the movies, dog. We're gonna we're gonna binge some of them old movies. Yeah. Heck yeah, I I that's my highlight. That's the highlight of the end of the year. I'm really looking forward to watching some of that Jungle Book like old style movies. I I kind of really like Jungle Book the, the new animation one. I the, haven't seen it. The re- the life. The you life. saw it. Yeah, in the movie theater. What the heck? Without me. We were together. It's kind of old. We weren't together. I don't think so. I Yo. watched it with my brother and my dad. When. Live action when jungle book. The live action jungle. I don't think you out. need to ask a full on question. Twenty sixteen? Yeah. Dang. We made twenty seventeen. Yeah. I have yet to watch it, so I guess we're putting it in the list. It's I, I really liked it. Is yeah, it's good. I liked it. Well, as long as it has a song and the bear, I'm all game for it. I like that bear. Oh, there's no bear. Yo. Just kidding. <laughs> Why wouldn't there be a bear? I don't know, dude. Why? Like, there it wasn't. Okay. The new um, uh, freaking uh, mermaid. The new mermaid one? Mm-hmm. Little mermaid? There was no crab. Where's the crab? There was a crab. Oh, there was a crab. There was no crab song. And that was and that's my highlight. The what crab, crab song? song. The the the, the, the when they're in the oh, kitchen and with yeah. the with the le guy poisson, with the poisson. <laughs> Damn, you're good, bro. <laughs> Yo, Disney gotta hire you ASAP. <laughs> Either he's gonna have you in the background. The executives are like, Oh, what's that what's that one Disney? Uh with the with the with the crab? What's the what and you're in the back with Brazil? <laughs> Damn, they need you ASAP, dude. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, so they're missing that. Yeah, and they I, took that song. That one was and that I makes a song. That makes a movie. Like that was one of the best scenes in the movie, and mm-hmm. took it out. So I used to think my dad spoke French. He used to sing that song. And I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. dude, my dad knows how to speak French. <laughs> <laughs> Not very good at English, but French. Dang man, how does he do it? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so back to this. I I was very surprised the fact that the kids know who Bambi is. So maybe okay. maybe she showed them. Maybe she's very cultural with uh, the early two thousand Disney movies, and and she you know made mm-hmm. them watch it. Now, do I think she's right for doing this? Heck no, bro. Yo, eat the meat. Is that if that's all you can afford? Eat the meat. You know. I think she just wants to. She's petty. That's what she is. She she's petty. so petty. She's like, this is gross, and uh, my kids are enjoying it. But I'm gonna bring them to my side, and yeah. have them not eat it. I also wonder though, 
did they communicate about this at all? It just sounds. <laughs> just brought home a deer one night. <laughs> He's like, "All right, we're gonna we're gonna eat dinner from now on." Which is fine, you know, like bringing deer home and saying like that's what we're gonna. But it sounds like she was. Oh, what is this deer food? I'm not gonna eat that, and my kids yeah. aren't gonna eat that. But they didn't discuss. Hey, as you know, we're kind of tight money you know so we kind of need to do what we need to do to survive did he try to have that conversation with her to have her realize it yeah. even though i don't know do they not talk about money like, i don't know does he like fight like he does the finances for the family and doesn't talk to him about her and so she has no clue she's like why am i eating deer what i want to know okay yes very very much a good question mm-hmm. i'll bring you another question I want to know how he got the deer. Like, it, did he go out and, and, and like, you know, hunt it down? Or is there, like, a black market to get cheaper deer? Because I'll say this. This is nothing compared to this story. But as of recently, I stumbled upon a sort of so market of cheaper supplements and pre-workouts that I've been able to grab. Now, your boy, I'm going to take advantage of that. That cuts down in prices. I'll, I'm going to take advantage of that, you know? So, is it the same thing with this? Where, like, there's just a guy that has a market of deer that you sell. Because I don't think deer is, like, uh, cheap. I think deer's, deer meat is expensive. Like, you can't just... When I think of black market deer, okay. wouldn't it be more expensive? Isn't it, like, exotic meats? No, because you can buy deer meat. Like, you can go to... Uh, maybe not here, because we don't, we're not close to any deer. But if you go to, like, a, a location, like, let's say you go to Big Bear or something. I don't think there's actually deer in Big Bear. Wherever. A location near de- deer, it's all about the market. Like, if you if you can access deer meat, you will get access to deer meat. And there's a lot of deer, so you can get deer cheap-ish. Or at a market price. But I think if someone lives there and he is a fellow deer hunter, mm-hmm. then he can probably sell you on a low-key a deer. And be like, hey, don't tell nobody, but here's a deer. 40 bucks and now you got a whole ass deer <laughs> to take home you know i don't know how he got deer i think yeah. i think we're just not knowledgeable about other areas and what is local to those areas yeah let me see how much deer costs let me let me give you a sec let me search this up real quick yeah for all of you thinking about like how much does deer cost how much does i think you're a menace with that computer hey <laughs> i just want to figure everything out bro <laughs> Okay, the better quality steak fetch is $15 per pound or higher. Yo, that's pricey. So a smaller deer would be worth $525 in meat. A bigger deer could be worth $1K. I mean, he must have gotten it, like, off of somebody or or, or hunted it down because $15 per pound, just to give you guys kind of, like, an idea of, like, what steak is like here. <laughs> if I go to my local grocery store and buy beef... It's like probably close to five bucks, five bucks a pound, four to four dollars to five dollars a pound of meat. Fifteen bucks, he must have gotten it somewhere. You ain't gonna get that kind of she high goes quality outside, deer. Looks at the car. <laughs> there's, a, there's a big ass dent in the in the front of the car. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's one way of getting it, I guess. Uh, but yeah, man. Also, I want to know this. Like, okay, have have the prices really gone higher with the freaking? Did the cost of meat go higher? Go high? I don't think you... That's an accurate sentence. I don't think so. I need to see like a Venn diagram or a... You're trying to do a lot of research just here 
real quick. I don't know. All right, according to <laughs> all right, do you guys see this? According to this chart, clearly meat has gone up from two dollars from June second to what is that? Close to five dollars. Oh, actually, this is actually pretty accurate. I don't I don't know what year it is, but it seems pretty accurate. It's it's at four something right now. I like. I'm more interested about these prices. It goes prices. up to June. What do you mean? Oh yes, it is in the June. This is all June. I like I like the categories here. Bananas, <laughs> like okay, bananas, bread, chicken, eggs, and then beef, and then we got your milks, and then you got gasoline on the other side. <laughs> like okay, and then tomatoes and oranges. Well, clearly to this to this graph, it's gone up. So you just looked at what does a, a increasing graph look like? like <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> according to this increasing graph. <laughs> uh, yeah. oh, dude, that's funny, bro. Yo, show this to your wife, dog. Just search up uh, increasing graph and be like, "Yo, clear, look at this." Just print it out. Be like, "Look at this meat prices. They got they've gotten so much more expensive." But. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I, I think she should get with the times, man. If he needs to get some deer meat and that's all that you guys can eat for a fat minute because apparently, according to this graph, it's just too expensive to buy regular meat. I wonder if she's a person who cares a lot about status and brands and stuff like that. Dude, I, okay. I really wish we knew where they were at because you might be right. Like, maybe it is a whole status thing, right? But if your boy ate deer meat on a regular, I'd be telling everybody. <laughs> like, I'd be at a party. And I'd you probably suddenly <laughs> started smoking cigars. <laughs> yeah, you know, just different lifestyle. Because of this, oh, all this deer you, meat I've been. You, is that is a hot? I don't think. <laughs> I, I hold it like this. <laughs> I'm a, a, this, this is my go-to. Yeah. <laughs> 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 It's because after this deer meat, I'm just different now, you know? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd be, I, I'm sure I would bring it up at every party I go to, though. I'd be like, well, yeah, I've, been I've been working out. And honestly, my pump, my workout pump is so much better. I think it's because all this deer meat I've been eating. <laughs> just crazy the changes it does to my body. <laughs> it does sound like something you would do, to be honest. Yeah, I would brag about me being able to eat deer meat. Or uh, I mean, it'd be any meat. If I got some, if I got a hold of bear meat, I'd be like, "Well, all this bear meat that I've been chugging, like, I got a little extra hairs growing because of it," you know. So if it if it is a brand thing, then maybe I want to know if it's seen as you're poor if you eat deer meat, or if you're richer if you eat deer meat, you know. I don't know why we need to find more meat. We found two meats: beef and chicken. That's pretty good. That's that's good enough for me. But there's so much to, more to explore. Like. When I went out to eat with my coworkers recently, mm -hmm. and my mind blown. We had like nine different types of meat, and I uh, like okay. It Are was from sure? the same. It was from the same animal. I'm pretty sure they were all, all cow or whatever okay. and pigs, but like I was able to taste different parts of it, and I'm like, dang, that shit, that shit's good. So I want to know how it all tastes. I want to know how an iguana meat tastes. I want to know all these. I'm curious to see if it tastes good. But from what I've heard, they they all kind of end up tasting the same, like they just need salt and or else they're just bland. I want to taste all the fruits in the world. That too, that's a good one. So if you guys know a guy, low key, let us know, right? Because we're in the market. I'll tell you that right now, dog. We're in the market for some of that good meat. And was it 
fruits. fruits. I don't care about meat. Well, no, but, but I do. I want some meat, so. I think she gives me, what do you mean we're tight on money? That doesn't look good. Yeah. All right, go ahead and switch it. I tried. And, no, and, he, she, no, and he clearly OP, tried. OP was nice. It was the... Yeah, it Why? just doesn't make sense. Like the, the nice and I tried. We need a naughty. We just, but he tried. He he was clearly trying. You know. I mean, red is bad. Okay, then he put it back to nice. You're a nice guy. Um, uh, honestly, what I would do now in your shoes, when no one's looking, feed some of that deer meat onto your child, and then you know walk away. Or you take you go out for a drive. I'm assuming that there's just deer on the road. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Clearly, we don't know where this deer came from, so it's safe to assume that yes, deer are just roaming that area as yeah. well. Yeah, go for a drive, spot a deer. You see that deer right there? That one's Bambi. Mm. That one's Bambi. Yeah, that's a good one. Bambi's safe. He's chilling over there in that corner. This isn't Bambi. Yeah, this this is Bambi's cousin, Bambo. So this was and Bambo was a bad one. <laughs> Bambo was trying to fight Bambi. Yeah, yeah. You ever wonder why they didn't make a, a movie about Bambo? <laughs> this is why, dog. He was just not it. Did okay, not make story. the cut. <laughs> All right, next story here is: Am I the a hole for saying something to my brother-in-law about his mom while at the hospital for my nephew's birth? Okay, I'm a little confused. Let's, <laughs> let's start. My male 28 sister and brother-in-law just had their first child a few days ago. It wasn't a funny, happy day because of my sister's mother-in-law. The whole pregnancy hadn't been a good time because she's had to be the center of attention. She was always saying, oh, my baby. And at the gender reveal, she was the front and center hollering, it's a boy, while jumping up and down, waving her arms in front of everyone. You could tell it really bothered my sister. The day my nephew was born, my sister said that she only wanted our mom and her husband in the room with her during the birth. His mom came unglued, saying if she couldn't be in there, then our mom couldn't be either. My sister's blood pressure was dangerously high the whole day because of her. The handful of us in the waiting room basically had to keep her corralled the whole time. Anytime there were any updates, she would make sure to be the first in line to hear it. We were all tired of her by that time the baby came. I get that she was excited to be a grandma, but we all thought she needed to tone it down a big notch. She had to be the first in the room and literally butted me out of the way to see him when they brought him back from the cleaning. And when the nurse asked who wanted to hold him first, asking my sister and brother-in-law, she butted in, ME! and tried to take him from the nurse. Someone had to grab her down and tell her to calm down. You could hear my sister's monitors beeping fast. I'd personally had enough and pulled the brother-in-law aside and said that he needed to get his mom under control because we're about to go off on her. He didn't take that well and we all ended up being kicked out of the room and of course his mom was throwing a tantrum because of it. I just went home. Now brother-in-law is mad at me and saying I'm the one that is stressing my sister out. I don't know what to do in this situation. He can plainly see what his mom is doing and can see how angry his wife is, but he does nothing but gets mad when someone else says something. Am I the equal for being the one to speak up? Was it the wrong time to do so? Dude, this is so crazy. All of the OPs are the good people in the story. Facts. Normally, I think we have some assholes in there. <laughs> I mean, some I try. Some I tried people. Yeah, yeah, but no, the big asshole in this story is the dad to be the dad the new dad yeah 
he needs to control his mom. I am so surprised that they didn't get security called on this mother-in-law. Dude, I just can't imagine, like, just anybody trying to snatch a baby off a nurse. Like, how dangerous is that? Like, she's, and like, tackling people, and they're like, mine! A you know? newborn. And Amazing. before the mom even gets to hold the baby, the mom or the dad. And, it's wild, then. And the wild, then, lady. So, what did happen? Um, the mother, uh-huh. to, like, the new new mom did she get to have her mother there or was she not able to i want to say she probably ended up getting the, the the goodness of it the good side and was able to get the mother in there but you not the mother-in-law so? yeah because it sounds like the mother-in-law would have not let that happen no nah, i don't care bro yeah mother-in-law sit your ass down dog my mother we're coming in and she throws throws a tantrum you, no yeah babe, you ain't gonna go see that's backwards you would need to tell your mom to sit her ass down. Oh, well, no, I mean, like, I, I was the pregnant lady. I'm not, oh. the, <laughs> I'm not the mother-in-law. My bad, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm the pregnant lady. That's <laughs> Clearly in this story. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's what I would do. Cause, like, but you see, you shouldn't have to do that. Nah, As the pregnant lady, yeah. it's the guy's responsibility to manage his mom and whatever my wife wants at this point. Yeah. You're not yeah. the one that's over there exposed. Okay. I don't want your mom in the room. Uh, so we're getting this perspective from OP, right? So what I want to know is, like, okay, what if OP's just getting this whole thing wrong? Like, what if his sister really is, like, yo, you got to chill, bro. You're making, you're throwing too much fits of little things that my mother-in-law is doing. Like, I actually don't care that much about my mother-in-law wanting to see the baby or being this pushy. Like, I don't care. You need to chill with how, like... Uh, attached you are to this whole thing why do you have a grudge against his mother-in-law you know like what if the brother-in-law or I mean, the brother is the one that's being too sensitive and mm-hmm. in fact is making his sister like be like mad because i'll say this you said mother-in-law was making your sister beep mm-hmm. in the hospital but the husband but you were there too dog what if you were making her beep the husband said that 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 was him um it's just a little conspiracy theory right through out there. I don't know how common it is to just have all your family waiting in the waiting room for the baby to be born. So maybe in my world, I don't think I would have them wait there. You don't think so? I feel like your mom would definitely be there. My mom would definitely be there. Your brother, I think, would be there. Nah. No? My brother, brother would tell me, call me once it's done. <laughs> Let me know once he's out. I'll and see him when would, he's out. I would be the same way. I, yeah? uh, I don't need to be in the waiting room. I don't need to be there the second it happens. I don't think I've had the pleasure to be an adult while one of my family members is having a kid. No. I don't think I ever will anymore. So What do you mean? You well, have I a guess, little sister. Oh, yeah, I guess so, yeah. Once once my... This is just a weirder picture, but once all the kids in my family grow up, <laughs> then yeah, I'll be there. You, I think, you, you I think, would want to be I think there? I'd be chilling, yeah. I would chill there, yeah. I guess it's just personal preference because as I'm picturing myself being the one that's having the kid, I don't want anyone to be there in the waiting room. I think if I was having the kid, I would want everybody to be there. Like if, if my if I'm, uh, you would you yeah because I'm like yo I'm a whole family friends want to be there kind of person. Like like I, I want as soon as I come out with my baby and just you're like um um I don't know I'm sweating because I was just giving birth for twenty hours. Okay, and I'm are like, you the I'm the mother again in this. No, picture. like I'm dead. Okay, I just <laughs> I'm holding my baby in one hand and I'm sweating just because of like how much stress it was for my wife to be having a kid. I'm holding it as soon as I freaking I kick open the pa the the doors to the out in the waiting room and I have my kid and I'm looking like this some war scars on my face or whatever. Mm-hmm. Everybody just yeah. 
Go Oscar. You did it, bro. That's that's your own right there. And I'm like, I sure did. I sure did. The Simba. <laughs> Everybody stares. Everybody's happy. Nurses, you know, there's some random cops there for some reason. The homeless got in, but he decided not to cause a ruckus because he knew I had my baby coming on the way. Just everybody. There's a reporter there for some reason mm-hmm. too. Like, yo, KTLA News, uh, Oscar just got his baby out. I think I just don't care for anyone else to be there. I think just you and me. And then as soon as the baby's born and I'm, I'm holding the baby, you know, yeah, take a picture and send it to them in a group chat. Mm. That, but that's enough. I don't need them there present. Yeah, we're very different people. Yeah, yeah. Wonder how it's gonna be. My Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I wonder. Yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is give me a little one. room to think. You know, little little room to dream about it. It's cause like, how much do you know about? uh labor <laughs> very little some of them are hours i think most of them are actually hours of being a neighbor i'm pretty sure most of them are like five or so hours of being a no, some of them are like over 24 hours yeah, of yeah. being in labor yeah and my family doesn't need to be in the waiting room all that i guess time. not I, I would probably like is there a way to tell when, when you're getting close there has to be a way right like when you're when dilated you're, 10 is that what it is? Centimeters, I guess. I don't know. I don't know much about that whole thing. I need a doctor in the house here. Um, but, yeah, okay, so when you're getting close because you hit your 10 dial latest, um, uh, then I ring up the homies and the moms. The, and the homies? Definitely no, no homies are going to be up in there. Okay, the mamas and the papas and cousins and... No cousins. All right, I'll ring up the dog. Um, uh, just anybody can find out here that was wanting to pick up my call. cousins. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I don't want no one there. All right, but they're um, all gonna come see the baby afterwards. Okay, fair enough. We'll figure something out. Yeah, but it, okay. So all that to say, yeah, I'm very close to my siblings, and I don't necessarily need them to be there. So if they do choose to be there and they're waiting the entire time, that means that we're we're fairly close, you know. So um, I, my brother, either of my brothers would know me enough to know what's bothering me yeah so to me it doesn't make sense that well my brothers would be there and they're the ones causing me to annoyance to, yeah ca- causing my stress and they think that it's someone else i think my brothers would be the first ones to be saying i know what's yeah. bothering her yeah. i know what she needs unless they're not that close to you like if they're, if they're not that's that what close I'm saying, but yeah. he's in the room yeah he is in the room yeah I, I, we're not that's, in the a, room, that's weird you know what i'll say this i get where you're coming from homie and you're good you're a good guy but i think right now it's not the time like yes try your best to like you know settle that mother-in-law down and maybe get a support team of people to settle her down a little bit within that family. But don't go out and tell your brother-in-law anything. Because your brother-in-law right now is probably has so much stress. Because giving birth to a baby, one, as a mom, you're obviously stressed out, right? Mm-hmm. But as a dad, you're not equally as stressed out, but you're pretty out there. Because, like, you don't want anything bad to well, happen with a baby. your whole job is to make sure that me and the baby are okay. Yeah. So, you need to control your mom, dude. Yeah. Huh? What else is he doing? I don't know. Hold your hand. I don't know what he's doing. Holding up a leg. I'm not sure really what they do in there. Not holding up a leg. I'll tell you that much. I don't know what they're doing in there. I guess. I guess if the brother, uh, I mean, if the if the soon-to-be father, is not doing anything, then yeah, maybe let him know. 
I don't know. This whole thing is sensitive, dog. Like, I, okay, I'll say this. I wouldn't say how you said it. I wouldn't be like, yo, control your mama because she out here being wilding, right? I wouldn't say that. I'd be like, hey, you're just letting you know. It seems like your mom is kind of being a little extra right now. Um, I get it, though. I get where she's coming from. She's about to be a grandma. And she hasn't had her meds. I know how she is. Okay. But maybe you need to settle her down a little bit. Just look after her a little bit. I don't Something think like calm, you know? Maybe it's not his job to say it. Maybe it is. I, I tried. Because doesn't the mom he should be in tune with his wife yeah i'm sure that they've had uh conversations leading up to the day of of delivering the baby mm -hmm. it just seems to me that i think the brother knows what's up because what kind of person is he i think he's perfectly painting this mother-in-law who says your mom is not going to be in that room with you if I'm not in that room. That's very strong-worded. Yeah. That's that's inserting yourself, thinking that you have this power when you yeah. don't. So I think someone that is willing to say that, it makes sense with the rest of the description that brother gave on her. Mm. You know? So what's what's the move here? What do you think should happen? Well, it already happened. What, but what do you think should have happened? Like, how how could we have avoided all this messiness? I think that the the mama to be should have communicated with the dad to mm. be. Bro, you think she can talk? Like, I wonder. No, like, leading up to it. Oh, hey, your mom mm. is already saying things like, "My mom That's can't right. be in there, and in the she has life. control over who's in this room." Yeah. If she's gonna continue this attitude, she's not gonna be allowed in that in that hospital. And if she just so that you know, I'm telling my brother, and I've given my brother, or I guess it's a discussion, not me telling you, but I'm like, yeah. are you okay with me telling my brother if your mom goes um, overboard to get security involved and kick her out? Yeah. You That's know? That's wild. I feel like I'd feel a certain way if you told me that. I'd be like, dang, like, I know she's crazy, but, like, to kick her out because of security, that's freaking, that's a lot, homie. Like, I'll try my best, but, like, I can't. Don't call security on my mama, you know? What do you mean? When she's <laughs> acting like that? Yeah, she's acting crazy. I'm not gonna lie, but you like, would, I would, I, I never ever want security to kick out my mom. Just like, yo, that is crazy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I would definitely talk to my mom. If she's making you feel some sort of way, dude. Now that I think about it, your mom's gonna want to be in the waiting room. I don't think so. No. Nah, my mom's chill. My mom is the type of mama that my mom's she'll gonna like, want to be in the waiting room. Your mom room. definitely will. I'll say that. But my mama, maybe. I but, think but, your mom will want to be there. I think she'll, You're her, the apple of her eye. Yeah, but I, the thing about that, too, is that, like, my, for my mom, she respects decisions I make. Yeah. Like, if I tell her, hey, like, I get it, like, you want to be, if you want to be there, but I don't, I don't, I don't think she'll be comfortable with this. She'll be like, that's fine. Yeah. And then she'll sit That's out. not what I said. Mm. I know she'll respect what we want. Yeah. I said she would want to be there. I'm, like, 50-50 on it. I, I think maybe, maybe, maybe not. Because my mom. Her she, only she, boys. Yeah, but look at this. Look at this. She want to be there once it's, once the homie comes out, right? But like my mom has so much anxiety about a lot of things that I feel like she wouldn't want to be in there just because she do, she would want to avoid the anxiety of the situation. No, I think you're backwards. Not being there, it like being at home, pacing back and forth would be causing her the anxiety. So, I feel like that's her thing. She always just stays at home, pacing back and forth. Your mom definitely is a worry work. She is very me warrior yeah I, I don't know i feel like i need to have this combo I, i'm interested i want to know what she wants she'll say so we'll, we'll figure it out and we'll let you guys know 
<laughs> maybe. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. She's like, I don't care. You guys don't have to have kids, actually. There is an edit here, by the way. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> like, I have enough grandkids. <laughs> Next story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Am I the echo for telling my sister-in-law I adopted my dog, not her, and she can spend Christmas elsewhere if she's scared of my dog? My 30 female brother, James, 34, is married to Sylvia, 33. Not sure if this is relevant, but Sylvia is saying it is, so I'm including it. She grew up and aged out of a foster care. Me, my husband, James, Sylvia, and my parents were meant to go to my parents' house for the holidays, but unfortunately, they had issues with their plumbing and their house is now unheated, so they are staying with me and my husband, and the celebrations are now at my home. This has upset Sylvia because we have a dog. Sylvia has trauma relating to large dogs and as such is petrified of my dog. He is a very large rescue dog. We are working on retraining and socializing him, but so far he's been fine around most people. She knows all of this, but she's still scared and saying she won't be comfortable staying in the house with the dog. She suggested we send him to a boarding tenant for the holidays, which I'm unwilling to do. He's not good with new environments or unfamiliar men, and the house is his home. I don't see a reason to remove him from the environment because of Sylvia's issues, which have nothing to do with him. The family was split on this and arguing in the group chat, and Sylvia sent a message saying that as family, we should accommodate her. I replied saying, I have a responsibility to my dog, that I adopted my dog, not her, and that if she can't deal with it, then she needs to spend the holidays elsewhere. This kicked off an argument because Sylvia said I was weaponizing her background, which I don't think I was. My point was that I accepted responsibility for my dog, for his well-being, and his comfort, and frankly, the safety of others around him. I have no such responsibility for Sylvia. My mother is saying I shouldn't have used those words as I should have known it would be triggering for her. My dad is on my side. James is now saying Sylvia doesn't feel welcome at Christmas. Even though I've told her she's very welcome to come to the home as is, I'm just not removing the dog. Am I the who for making that point to her? She's she's the a Yo, that's the first time OP is the a I think she's definitely the a Yeah? Yeah. How come? If a person... she's Isn't she part of your family now? Your I brother, would think so, yeah. your brother married her. Yeah, you, she's part of your family now, and you're not making any. You're not trying to meet her halfway to make her feel comfortable in your home, and it's it's Christmas, dude. Like yeah. the whole spirit of Christmas is is to give. You know, um, I know some people think it's to receive, but no, it's to give, and you just want to kick her out. That's crazy. Your problem, you figure it out. That's wild. Imagine my parents didn't want you in their home. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Like, oh, I feel like, okay, I guess turn it around. That means your brother's also not going to go. Yeah. But, and then, like, turning around, like, I would feel a certain, like, I, I think I would feel kind of sad if your family didn't want me to participate in your Christmas. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think I can relate to this story. I'm not scared of dogs. But I did grow up in Mexico, and Mexico is very different with dogs than they are in the U.S. Drastically. I didn't know this, guys. I mean, you guys don't either. You, you didn't? Never checked, no. If you guys... Uh, this was new to me, dude. Honestly, it might be other countries, too. Like, y'all... Bro, kiss your dog if you have one. Because the way we treat dogs here in the U.S., or at least here in Cali, crazy. Because you go to Mexico... Those homies are just roaming around. There's like hella dogs just walking the streets. Those streets might not even be yours now at this point. They belong to the dogs. 
It's yeah, so crazy so, how many there are. And it, it depends in like the region as well. Like okay. um, I grew up in two places in Guadalajara and Tijuana. Yeah. And in Guadalajara, I don't think I there's that many dogs, but Tijuana does have a lot of stray dogs. Um, and sometimes they're not stray dogs. It's just they belong to someone yeah. in that street, but the dogs are they let them out. Stuff. They're outside dogs. Yeah. <laughs> they live wherever they want to they just and it's, the it's not like they're like nice either like i'll go around one and they just start barking yeah some yeah. of them are aggressive unless they're your dad because apparently all the dogs are chill with your dad and yeah so all the dogs are chill with my dad and they my got brother. some sort of like low-key secret trade or something i don't know <laughs> yeah give me a, a chew toy and I'll, i'm chilling i'll tell the homies we're good yeah so um in the united states if there's a stray dog if you spot a stray dog like someone's gonna call the animal control and yeah. get that dog but in tijuana uh there's just dogs in every everywhere. street you know everywhere they'll be like on roofs too it's crazy well, yeah those are the ones that are inside dogs oh the, the roof do- <laughs> the <laughs> roof dogs are the inside dogs yeah. all right well be inside homie don't be in the roof you got so much space inside why are you in the roof bro you gotta even get up there but all right <laughs> those it's your are, place not mine those are the inside dogs <laughs> okay <laughs> and they're weird too like don't give me that a side eye like you'll be walking and they're in the room they're like <laughs> all right they're people watching yeah um so uh <laughs> when we lived in tj um my mom didn't have a car so and a lot of people they just didn't have a car so you just would go grocery shopping by by foot you know we we would walk around anywhere we would need to go <laughs> you good you have something Dude, in your my eye. eye hurts bro <laughs> okay just stare at me with the widest eyes ever. <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm listening <laughs> anyway yeah uh my mom got ambushed by like she did, yeah. like 10 dogs in the street and she got bit and she yeah. she got really traumatized by that um and was scared of dogs for a very very long time and still is yeah so when we're in tj like she needs someone to kind of walk her to places because she doesn't like the fact that there's dogs yeah like, just roaming around mm-hmm. um so my brother who has two dogs now was conscious of my mom being afraid of dogs so my brother took his dogs and brought them over to my mom's house while they were like, uh, like yeah puppies so that my mom would get comfortable with them the dogs would be comfortable with my mom and uh your parents invite us out a lot to to hang over to hang out um for different events and stuff and they invite my mom as well yeah and your parents have a little chihuahua i don't know i think it's It's a mix of it's it's a mix of a chihuahua and something else i'll say this the other thing is and it's a big chihuahua bro the biggest chihuahua (laughs) you've ever seen yeah i think it's a really big chihuahua so i don't know what it's cute though i like it yeah and uh we told your parents that my mom was scared of dogs you know so they would uh put like uh the little dog gates yeah yeah so the dog could roam in a portion of the house that wasn't going to be where we were hanging out so um they accommodated to my mom's fear of the dog and it's a little dog you know and then uh your sister ended up getting another dog that is a bigger dog so they would they would do the same thing with the bigger dog yeah so it's not that hard to accommodate to someone you know um so that's something that uh, op could definitely do i understand that sister-in-law wants you to basically take them somewhere else completely like a hotel like a doggy hotel 
Yeah. yeah, but you guys can come up to an agreement. Being we're, you're coming over to our house. We're going to keep them in these two rooms or whatever, you know? Yeah. Do something, not just say, I adopted that dog, not you. And I think that is hurtful language for someone that never got adopted. Dude, that is horrible. Yeah. Like, that's so... It's like, if I guess the, the equal exchange of that would be like, if I was going over to somebody and I was hungry and they had food, but like... It wasn't Mexican style food, and they said something like, "Well, I'm I, this is what I'm gonna serve because I don't got beans like you guys eat." And I'd be like, "Jeez, bro, because I'm Mexican or something." What's I still want to eat, I'm even still, if they're I'm not beans, eat, bro. Like, what the <laughs> heck? You know, but like, that's hella like that's messed up. Like, you're literally pointing out. But that's <laughs> you know? a little bit different, you know. Yeah, that's I, more of a racism thing, opposed to like a little like that's trauma. Kid, yeah, that's trauma that, and stuff. That saw other people get adopted, other kids get adopted, and you just... That must be so hard, man. That must be so tough. That's language that I think was on purpose. I think so, too. That's definitely... You were definitely trying to, like, find the the biggest hurtful thing to say, and you are like, yeah, that's that's what I'm going with. That's I adopted the dog. Yeah. No one adopted you. <laughs> you know? Like... Yeah. I mean, that makes that reminds me of that meme I sent you like a couple of days ago, <laughs> where it's like the family is looking. There's like a family looking at an adoption center or whatever, and they were like, "Oh man, look at these all these poor kids." Uh, I'll take the rat. I'll take the rat. <laughs> it's a reference to Stuart Little, like the movie, because they did adopt a rat as their kid. That's funny. I'll point it. Out. I'll put it right here somewhere. <laughs> um, uh, there is an edit here that might actually change your mind. Mm. Edit. For everyone asking why we can't keep the dog in another room, huh? we offered. The visit is supposed to be several days, but we offered to keep the dog separated. But Sylvia said she will be anxious the whole time knowing he's there. She said any barking slash howling will trigger her and that she won't be able to sleep knowing he's in the house. Mm, What's your thoughts now? That changes the story. Yeah. Because you need to meet each other halfway. Facts. My mom is terrified of dogs. And when she visited your parents, mm -hmm. she was still anxious with the dogs being yeah. with the gate. Um, but she was like, this is going to be good enough. Like, yeah. Like, I got to work with this. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can't. You can't just be a dog is a member of your family. Like, get them out of here. Yeah. Um, I don't even know where you would take them if it's several days. Because, like, yeah, I get the whole, like hotels and stuff like dog hotels but like i can't imagine a rescue dog behaving good in the dog hotel and i can't imagine that being a good place to have them when because dog also dogs also collect trauma yeah. and develop trauma right it sounds like this so dog like has trauma. exactly so like if you toss him into freaking a dog hotel the dog might feel abandoned uh, you, who knows what happens in those moments you know might bite someone might yeah. become sad i don't know i think there's Mm, this does change the story for me both parties need to be compromising so, so hey we'll keep the dog in another room while you're here but then you need to get a hotel yeah you get a hotel nearby because you mm. you'll feel you can't sleep here yeah then get a hotel that's an option you know that's true um is the option of christmas being hosted at your house let's work this out but i think in general the person that needs to talk to in-laws is always the person that's married to that person mm -hmm. if that made any sense no that gets that so if i already try to work with um my sister-in-law and it's not working i would talk to my brother and be like hey i'm not sending my dog away um especially because he, he he doesn't do well 
in other um, yeah, areas. Scenarios. I'm trying to work with yeah. him and and um, train him. So that's not going to be an option. Yeah. Doesn't sound like your wife wants to come to an agreement. So you guys can either get a hotel. If you want to host at your place, we can we can do that. Um, we'll go over. Yeah. But I think you need to work it out with her because I can't anymore. Facts. Yeah. I think that's probably best. I, I Dang. It sucks when you can't meet in, the, meet in the middle. But it seems like they're just both not willing to budge at this point. You know? Your traumas can be other people's problems. Yeah. But people that love you will help you and try to do what they can to accommodate to you. But you can't just 100% rely on that. Yeah. And other people have to fix it. There, yeah, I agree. Because I feel like, oh man, I wish I knew, like, pe- I wish people came with, like, meters of how much trauma they have with something. Because, like, for me, for example, I have, I'm scared of heights. And that's, like, a, I don't know, that's, I don't think it's a trauma. That's more like a, a fear of whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I can probably say it's the same, it's in the same boat of trauma. Whereas, like, people have trauma to the point where they can't, they're, they can't move because of this or they can't budge. Mm-hmm. Same thing with people who have fearness of things. If it's high enough, they can't. They just feel immobilized by mm-hmm. it. Um, I have fear heights, and it's just I, I, clearly I, I have a hard time with heights. Right when we went to uh, the Space Needle, whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, as of recently, I went over to TJ and I was helping your dad um, with some roofing things, and I was on top of a roof, and uh, I was like, I need to step it up, dog, because like. I can't have this thing holding me hostage. And I was up there and I was looking down and the roof, I could, I could fall down. <laughs> it's I could on the probably, third floor. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely live. Like, I'm not going to die, right? Um, <laughs> off the third floor? Yeah, like, well. Oh, it was where you would just fall to the floor yeah, underneath? Okay. Yeah, exactly. Not so, to the Yeah, <laughs> but I was still like, my legs were like weak. I was still like sweating, bro. I was like, yo, this is so hot up in here. Like, Dude, I was just not in a good place, but I was like, yo, I still, I need to do this, you know? Because if not, then, like, this thing's just going to hold hostage over me. So, I was up there, and I was like, just don't look. And I was, like, carrying bricks, too, so I'm yeah. like, oh, you know? So, my point to all that is, like, if this person's trauma isn't to the point where it, it'll immobilize her, then maybe this actually would be kind of good for her to face a little bit of fears. He's in another room. Yeah, I get it. You still get anxious, but like, come on, try to just sit through it. Yeah. And see how it feels. Because then what? You're never going to be like in a place where dogs are involved. Like, homie, dogs are everywhere. I know know that ration, trying to rationalize something doesn't always work with fears. Like, um, when we were in the space, you know, you knew that we were safe. Yeah. Um, I would. To a degree. It made me feel unsafe looking through the glass. I'm like, (laughs) bro, this glass, this glass could break. Like, I don't know. Uh, give me the specs of this glass. Because, like, is it, like, unbreakable? What's the situation here? But, yeah, go ahead. Okay. And I think sometimes trying to rationalize something doesn't work. But that I think that's when it's coming from someone. So, if I'm trying to tell you, this is rational. Look, think about it rationally. I don't think that will help you that much. But when you're the person that's scared and you're the person that's trying to rationalize with yeah. yourself... I think that's when it works a little bit better. I agree. You were the person on the third, like on the roof yeah. of the third floor saying, I'm going to be okay. I'm good. I'm like, good. I'm safe here. I'm not going to. Yeah. I yeah. think we need a certain level of that, but it's hard depending how you're saying, like how scared are you? How, mm-hmm. how much does this affect you? Cause yeah. sometimes it's, it's, it's just, too much. It's just not possible. Like it's, it's too high of a degree where self-talk doesn't help you. Mm-hmm. You need like a psychologist or something to help you. Or some of those people that like can hypnotize, hypnotize. you. Yeah. 
I've always wanted to be hypnotized. Yeah. Bucket list. I need I need something in my life to be removed through hypnotization. So that's in the bucket list, so we'll figure it out at some point. But I don't yeah. want to be hypnotized. No? No. Why? Stay out weird, of my huh? brain. That's, that's true, huh? Yeah. Yeah. But, but I need I need something small, like, okay, um uh let's say let's say oh man, I don't know. There's something small in my life. I, I need something tiny in my life that won't affect me to be hypnotized. So I know. You can just get hypnotized though. Like it doesn't have to fix anything. I know, but I want something. I want something permanent. Something permanent. Yeah, but like you need to let me know what it was. Because like if I'm going to glow about it, I need to know what I hypnotized out of me. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Like if, I don't know, maybe I hypnotized. Because I can move my eyebrows and stuff, right? I would never get rid of this. Just to let you guys know. But if I do hypnotize. a little show. Did I put you on the spot? You did, bro. Now I'm actions. I'm, I'm, I'm anxious, anxious about it. Okay. But look. <laughs> okay. Okay, whatever it is, right? So, I would never get rid of this gem that I have, right? Mm-hmm. But if I did get rid of it, I would need to know, like, yo, at one point in my life, I was able to do that. So that way, if I'm at a party and I'm like, yo, homie, you see these bros? I was able to move them at some point, but I got hypnotized. <laughs> I got them hypnotized out of me. So just you're just forever have uh, your brows straight. You're <laughs> like surprised. Mad. You're like I am so surprised right now, dude. Crazy, <laughs> crazy right now, dog. Try and not move your eyebrows for the rest of the episode. Try not to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's hard. <laughs> That'd be very difficult. Um, but yeah, something to think about. People getting the Christmas spirit, getting the. Sp- Spirit of being kind to one another and figure shit out. I think there might be like some sort of, sort of baggage. I think the I think the OP has some sort of baggage towards the sister in law. Something. Some something. baggage. Yeah, like 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 some like some like grudge. Something she's holding okay. on to. I don't know if that's baggage. Yeah, baggage for sure. Okay. Next story. Like she visited and left her suitcase there. Yeah, or she borrowed socks and never returned them. Something like that. All right. Something on those lines. Next story? Mm-hmm. All right. Next story. Am I like who for playing chess while my wife was in labor? My male 30 wife, female 29, gave birth to our first son five days ago. Yay. I would like to start by saying that I was very excited to have a baby, and I am truly looking forward to being a father. My wife did not have any health complications or a particularly difficult birth, except for an ultra-long labor of 27 hours. She slept through a lot of it in the beginning, but as it got progressively worse, she started getting more uncomfortable. Since we had been in the room for a very long time, I started to get antsy. We both played on the Nintendo in the beginning, but she didn't want to do anymore as the labor progressed. About 23 hours in, I started to play online chess on my phone as I held her hand through the contractions. She was fine with it at first, but then she snapped at me and told me to put my phone away. So I did. Then she told me off for bouncing my leg and then for drumming my fingers on the bed. I told her to stop yelling at me and to tell me exactly what she wanted me to do, which was apparently the wrong thing to say because she told me to leave and send her father in instead. This really pissed me off, and I told her that I was not going to miss the birth of my child. She said she'd call me back when it was time, but I really needed to leave as I was getting on her last nerves. I went out where her parents were waiting and told her dad to go in. I was pretty upset because I wanted to be there to take care of her. Her mother tried to make me feel better by saying that it was a vulnerable time 
and different women needed different things. We were called in when she was finally given birth. I caught the baby while her parents comforted her, just like we had planned. Everything seemed okay again, till her parents left and she asked me if I was going to apologize. I told her that I didn't think I needed to, and that if anyone should be apologizing, it should be her to me. She has been annoyed ever since and is not properly talking to me. So Reddit, am I the echo? Should I just simply apologize? Gosh, another dumbass. <laughs> this is like the next step forward. <laughs> the other uh, birth pregnancy story. Seriously, dude. Like, n no one was in the wrong. No, he was in the wrong. Um, was he in the wrong? I don't know, man. I gotta... He was a dumbass. That's what he was. Okay, he was definitely not the smartest homie in the gang but i don't think he necessarily he was that wrong like i really gotta like he was wrong for not understanding that dude she's going through labor right okay. now she's not the most rational person ever and you thinking that she needs to apologize to you after going to 27 hours of labor there's a lot of hours but like what's your boy supposed to do like because it wasn't like he was doing this after the 27 hours of labor no it was like through all the 27 hours of labor, she he was there, present. I what am I supposed to do? I don't do? consider this present. Give me your hand. Like, yeah, you'll get through this contraction. Yeah, just just hold on a little bit more. Oh, shoot. Oh, yeah. Like, that is not being present. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. But, like, are we just supposed to talk? What do you What would you like if, we, if you had 27 hours of labor? What would you want? What are we going to do? You to feel the pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know what they should invent? Maybe. Only for the really weird people out there. They should invent a machine that you, like, strap it on as a dude. And as you as as your woman goes through the motions, right, um, of giving labor, whatever it is, you feel pains of that, too. Like, the, like the machine, I don't know, shock, whatever mm -hmm. therapy it is, whatever. Like, it, it shocks you, too. And you're like, oh, fuck. Like, that really, I'm feeling that one. Oh, you know, so you both are in it together. Only for the real weird people out there <laughs> that really want your significant other to feel the pain, you know? I think he just needed to be more attentive. And do you, does your wife need to tell you that? Probably not, but I feel like... I, I don't know what I'd do, bro. Like, straight up. Like, I'm pretty sure I got that little that little uh, pinch of ADHD on my body, right? Like, I'm pretty sure I got that. Um, I need to go and get that diagnosed, but, like, I don't... What am I supposed... Would I be editing? I don't know what I would be doing in your labor if you were 27 hours in or 27 hours in. You know long. what I thought was dope? We should watch a movie or something. You you can bring in a Nintendo. That is pretty crazy. I, I want to play. Yeah. Like we would, okay, so we would play Nintendo. I'm like right there playing Elden Ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we can do that. Um, um, but I don't know. I don't know what we would do. Like, realistically, right? Maybe we would watch a few movies in the beginning. You'd probably fall asleep for like maybe six hours or something. I don't know. And then I, I'd probably fall asleep to you or something. I don't know. Um, uh, then then what? We watch Netflix for a little while? I don't know. And then we get both bored. What are we supposed to do? Do we play with a machine? I don't know. What's What are you supposed to do in that moment? Well, I don't know what you want the answer to be, but she just wants you to be present there with her. And she's going through this. You go through it with her. And I'm not talking about the pain, but... Just be there, you know? Not just like, when is this over? Like, <laughs> I definitely feel like I would be there presently with you. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're like, dude, this is hurting like a motherfucker right now. And you're like, breathing hard and be like, we got this, baby. Come on, you're chilling, you're chilling, you got this. Um, uh, 
and we will I'd be like support coach talking to you talking to you through it but as soon as you're like okay I think I'm good I'm like cool nice I'm like okay do you want to watch a YouTube video or what's the move here like I don't know, what do we you do need afterwards? to study some stories I, I need to I need to figure out what to do I need to google it what do you do in the labor thing what do you do because realistically, okay, and even just throwing the shoe back at you, mm-hmm. like, what would you do if I was in labor, right? And Okay, and I'm not playing this game with you. <laughs> You're not going to be in labor. Okay. What would, like, okay, let's say, okay, let's say this. What about this instead, okay? Let's say um, I got, I got hit by, I got hit by a car, right? Mm-hmm. Knock on wood. I got hit That's by a car. Wood. Probably not wood either. Okay, something, whatever. <laughs> I, I got hit by a car, right? And... Uh, I got into a coma that I was just in and out of. A coma? Yeah. In and out of a coma? I, I wasn't. I'm an in and out of coma kind of guy. Okay. okay. I, I'm like oh, back in. And they're like, oh shit, and then I go <laughs> back out. Right? Like that's my situation. For 27 hours, I've been I've been just in and out of this thing. I don't okay? think that's a coma. Okay, whatever it is, I'm in and out of that. Okay. Okay. Would you stay there and just like sit with me the whole time, or Heck would yeah. you watch a YouTube video or two to like? You would literally just sit there and just be oh, like... Oh, you're asleep? I'm going to be doing something. Yeah, so I'm saying, like, if if the lady is, like... But she's awake. But what if she's not doing anything? What if she's just sitting there, like, oh, man, that's kind of tough, but I just got to sit there. You think that that's how labor looks like? No, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, like, at what point she... Okay, I'll say this. Let me let me go ahead and actually... Uh, let, me, let, me, let me backtrack a little bit. If she's, like, in her, like... Dude, I, I need this out of me kind of mode, like breathing hard and stuff, sweating bullets and junk. Yeah, your boy's not gonna be on his phone. I'm not gonna be, I, I, my attention's on you, homie, right? But if she's just there, like, man, this really sucks. Like, just gotta keep waiting. I'm, I'm gonna try to, you wanna watch YouTube? <laughs> like, but you see, you're involving me in it and you're yeah. not just like there. That's true. I would involve you own. into something, yeah. 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 I think it's just a hard situation. The woman at that moment can't necessarily maybe vocalize what she needs at the moment because yeah. probably she doesn't know what she needs at the moment either. Well, she does know that that's not it. You being playing chase uh, chess. chess on your <laughs> phone is not it. How long do usually um, labors go for? Is there like a, a regular? Let's see. Didn't your How mom say that you slipped out? Does <laughs> Yo, chill. <laughs> How long does labor? I think so. Yeah, <laughs> usually take. The average labor lasts twelve to twenty-four hours for a first birth, and is typically shorter, eight to ten hours for other births. So she was like on the non-average side; like she was going above and beyond because she was twenty-seven hours. Yeah, which is crazy. Think bro. about that: twenty-seven hours is a long time to be yeah. in pain. Well, she said she fell asleep for a little bit, so I don't know if she was in pain then, because I think it's hard to fall asleep if you're well, in pain. Well, it's because right? the contractions get more and more intense, mm-hmm. you know. So throughout this time, you'll experience three stages of labor. The first stage of labor is usually the longest, and it ranges from when you first go into labor until your cervix is open, dilated to ten centimeters. I wonder what the three stages of labor are. Like it's like. Then, whew, then, whew, dude, it's crazy. Labor. Like women, like kind of start shaking sometimes. Really? Yeah. Like, do, 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 do that? Yeah. Damn, it's crazy. Like shivers. Is it because their bodies are like just. Dude, their body's it? going through a whole lot of stuff. That's like a transformation kind of thing, where like in anime you see like they're shaking and they're going through all these like rough stages what and they transform. What are you talking about? Oh. Yeah. Do they shake? 
Like, I'm Some trying to picture like, Frieza. I don't think he shakes. No, but he's like, and then he's like sweating, and then like some some things oh, are popping up. He's like, the veins. Like, yeah. like some of them look like they're in pain, bro. And then they finally, ha 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 ha, to the like something like that, you know. So that's you, when they get into it. Okay. Um. Uh, you just insulted a lot of people. Out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my bad, bro. I didn't mean to tell that to your mother. It just it wasn't my plan, dog. It just came out. But um. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like it, it, it does really go through a really weird situation and stage mm-hmm. for women. Um, uh, He's so yeah. in the wrong for demanding her to apologize. That's true. I wouldn't ask you to apologize. But you just, you just birthed the kid, bro. I yeah. would be like, yo, that's it. You topped me. Um, I can't beat that. I wonder how their communication skills are, though. Because I don't think we've ever gotten into an argument or a fight. And then, are you ready to apologize now? Yeah, it's weird. That's not the way to start yeah the healing process of a fight i want to say this it makes me sad man i'm not gonna front it makes me sad because like i'm like damn bro you guys just gave birth and the first thing you guys are doing is arguing that makes me sad like, you guys should be like crying of joy and you guys should be I don't like i think you're gonna cry I, I i don't think i am either but I, I, you guys should be joyful that's what i mean yeah. i'm like super like filled like your heart should feel love and like just all the best feelings mm-hmm. you can feel in the world right but you guys are there arguing about this, like, really dumb little thing. Like, I get it, you know. Not the best dude out here for the situation in the moment. But, like, dude, get over that. You guys just had yeah. a kid. And like, we can be complicated, too. Like, I genuinely don't know if she did want him to leave or not. Probably not. I don't uh, feel like... Maybe she did, but maybe she didn't. Yeah. Because we can be very cryptic with yeah. our language sometimes. That's true. That's true. Yeah. You want to hear a top comment on this one? Yeah. Top comment is, you're the a-hole. You say you were upset that she sent her out because you wanted to take care of her. But you weren't taking care of her. Yeah. You were playing on your bloody phone. And when she asked you to put it away and focus on her and what she was going through, you made it absolutely clear to her how bored you were by drumming your fingers and bouncing your leg. How can you even ask if you're the a-hole here? She needed your full attention and support while she went through the pain and trauma of pushing a whole as human being out of her. And you couldn't give her more than your physical presence. You're the a-hole. You're the a-hole. You're the a-hole. Yep. Yep. It's a pretty good point there. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if this guy is, like, just super angsty all the time. Or maybe just a bad bad move. Maybe he just didn't think it through. Yeah. I don't blame him for, like, drumming with his fingers. Uh, but that can be very annoying. I Even think that's if- super annoying. Like, I feel like I do that sometimes. Okay, okay. I, <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> I feel like I do that sometimes. My eye twitched a little. <laughs> Yo, Catherine camera. Um, I definitely do that, but I feel like I do that when I'm trying to prove that I'm bored. Because I'm like, oh. I have nothing to do. Like, I'm just going to... Actually, you know what? Not, not trying to prove that I'm bored. When I am absolutely bored, I go into my instinctual drummer mode. Mm. I'm like, this is all I can do right now, dog. I, I totally forgot to comment on that. When he said, oh, I wanted to be in there and take care of her. Yeah, he wasn't taking care, of her, taking care of her. Yeah. Maybe you don't know what to do, but just the effort of trying to figure Thanks. it out instead of just being on your phone. Yeah. No, but now that I know that you can bring your Switch in the year, I, and I don't know how long my labor yeah. would be for me, but I want to play some Mario Party. I want to play Something. some Elden Ring. I want to play... Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say this. I, I've seen memes out there, and mm-hmm. I don't know how real this is. Maybe you guys can let us know in the comment section below, but, like, I see memes where, like, the guy plugs in his PlayStation onto the 
the monitor or whatever, not the, like, like whatever the screen is there. And he's like just casually trying to beat this boss while my wife is giving birth. And obviously, like, you know, it's not, it's not, that's not, that's not the way to do it. But like, if we can bring like a PlayStation in there or something, then yeah, we can definitely play Elden Ring. And you know, I'll, I'll bring my own like per- portable monitor and you know, yeah, we'll figure something out. Let's play some Crash. Whatever we can get, yeah. Yeah. So bring a few homies in there, play some uh, Super Mario Party with. Dude, <laughs> that is how I would have my brothers involved in in this whole thing. You know, they're at home. Stimulate them with video games. Oh no, you mean like at home? Yeah, playing? we're we're playing together. You got a online. whole headset and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely. I don't know. I if it's actually, a long labor. Yeah, I'm curious to see if they do let you do that because I heard that you're not supposed to bring a lot of electronics in because it messes with like the monitors, like I don't know signals and stuff. Mm. But I don't know how true that is. Like, uh, how many we're in. Like, I've never heard that before. No? We're like in such Are a. Are you age. confusing the hospital with the airplane? <laughs> it could be. It could be. I very much could be. I don't know. I'm, I might get my, my facts crossed over, but either or something about you can't bring things like that. So, okay. Yeah. We'll see. Alrighty. You ready for the last story of the day? Mm-hmm. Why does it have to come to an end? But it does because we want to go home. And well, I guess we're we got, home. We want to want to go and rest up. Um, uh, but yeah, you ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Am I the for not sending out thank you cards to guests who came to my baby shower? I I can't relate, dude. Yeah, isn't that weird? That's not something we do in Hispanic culture. Yeah. I, twenty seven female, and my fiance, twenty six female, recently had our first baby at the end of October. We live far from both of our families, the closest being five hours away, and have few friends that live around us. Because of this, I opted out of having a baby shower. My fiance's parents and their friends decided they were going to throw a baby shower for me, which while I was very grateful that they would be willing to do that, I was against the idea because I didn't know their friend that offered to host a shower, and I wouldn't know 99% of the guests, and the thought of going to a party dedicated to me and my baby with a bunch of people I don't know getting me gifts was something that made me uncomfortable. They insisted. Come the day of the shower, we traveled five hours to my in-law's friend's house that hosted and she went all out. Even getting handmade soaps made with my baby's name on them. This made me even more uncomfortable. I grew up in a low-income household, so I'm not used to this kind of thing. I didn't know anyone there and just felt very out of place. It felt more like a party for my in-laws than anything. At the end of the shower, I thanked everyone profusely, especially the host, going so out of their way for someone they never even met. Come a month later, my baby got delivered five weeks early because I had preeclampsia and she was under five pounds. My fiance and I had to spend a lot of money getting preemie stuff. We also decided that since I only had eight weeks of unpaid maternity leave, that I wouldn't be going back to work as our daughter was premature and the cost of childcare around there where we live would be more than half of my salary slash month. Deciding to become a one income household and having a new baby, plus it being so close to Christmas, we are making big sacrifices to be able to afford to give our baby the best life. That brings us to now. After having an argument with them that we weren't going to travel five plus hours with a newborn to spend her first Christmas with them, they expressed that they and some guests were very upset we hadn't sent out thank you cards yet since they had gone out of their way. I never asked them a baby shower and even was against the idea at first. I don't want to seem ungrateful. I am very grateful and have expressed so endlessly. But I don't even know the names of most of the people that came, let alone their addresses to send them all cards. They also know that we are trying to save as much money as possible to be able to compensate for my loss of income and spending money on thank you cards and postage seems unnecessary to me. 
Maybe it's just me, but I've never received a thank you card from any gift I've given at a baby shower, nor did I expect one. So am I the a-hole? I think it's total different traditions and culture. I never, ever heard of anybody giving thank you cards after any sort of baby shower. I've heard I've I've heard about thank you cards. It's just um just different cultures I think. Yeah. Because for example, Christmas cards never saw that happen once only in movies. That's true, and to this day, I never received one. And honestly, I I'm kind of upset that you guys haven't sent us one. But Christmas cards, thank you cards, mm, that's not that doesn't exist in our world. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. I I don't. I say just like an American thing. Like I think so. I think so. So uh, I'll say nice, not not. I tried not the a hole, yeah. um, but I don't know. That just might be because of how how we grew up in our traditions and stuff. But yeah, how did people grow up? Because I was taught to do things for people and not expect anything back. Yeah. So isn't that a weird tradition to to say I'm gonna give you this, but I'm gonna be waiting for that thank you card and if i don't receive it then i'm gonna be upset that is didn't weird. you do it out of the kindness of your heart yeah didn't you want to do this why why are you expecting something something yeah, it's weird i i don't know why something like I, I okay isn't it enough that she said thank you in the beginning or when, when they were leaving the party like is it that you need that extra like i don't know extra thank you card to mm-hmm. make you feel good about it like why i don't get that it might be it honestly sounds like it might be just even different generations, like different culture, tradition, and generations. Because the person that hosted it was yeah. the the in-laws mother-in-law's friend. friend. Yeah. So they're they're uh, older. So yeah, I think it might have to do with generations and just different tradition. Let me let me Google this real quick. Thank you I'll, cards. Yeah, I'll bring you guys on this journey with us. I want to know. I'm curious because we're both Mexican, so it's not like we have a um, different traditions or different points of view here. Uh, but for you guys out there, uh, I know that a lot of our demographic is from the U.S., but we do yeah. have some people from Canada and Australia and London. You got them Germans, bro. Germans. Oh yeah. I don't know if it's bad to call them Germans, but <laughs> you Germans out there, bro. <laughs> and uh, also, uh, we got some people from uh, Mexico too, somewhere out there. Mm-hmm. Saludos a ustedes. Yeah. I mean, if they're listening to us, maybe yeah, you talk English, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess they've right just there. been the whole time just looking at us, not, like, not understanding anything. <laughs> I wonder what they're saying. They seem real happy about it. <laughs> Sometimes um, very angry. So um, I did search it up, and I got standard baby shower etiquette says to try to send your baby shower thank you notes out within two to three weeks after the event. You can make the process easier with a bit of advanced planning before the baby shower, whatever. That's weird. Is that is that solely American? Is that also where you're from? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But I'll tell you this. I, I did go ahead and take a look at the, the comment section of, um, uh, this post? of this post. And it was mixed. It was very mixed. And it was people were just battling it out there. It ended up with everybody sucks here, by the way. That's the total, like, mm. last result of this. But I think everybody sucks here is a... a um, a general opinion because literally everybody sucks here including commenters everybody's just against each other dang sorry are we saying something controversial right now maybe maybe it could be because i'm saying like don't send those thank you letters it's not necessary i've never heard of it i've never even sent a thank you i don't even know i don't deal with postal bro i i can't i don't even know how to send this postcard i don't know how to send anything in the, in the mail i'll say this 
right now. And I'm not going to say it. I just don't mess with the mailman or the mail. I receive stuff, but I don't send things out. Yeah. I don't know how that works. So, with that being said, I'm on. I'm on, I'm pro no thank you card, and I'm happy and I, and I'm proud to say it. But our commenters or our our redditors, some of them are pro. You have to, and it's rude, rude that you didn't do it. Yeah, I think it's just different different cultures for sure. Then you want to hear some of the comments here? Yeah. Okay. Well, the top one, top comment here, is everyone sucks here. You have a lot of going on. But yes, you need to send thank you notes. These people spent time and money doing something nice and trying to establish a bond with you. This doesn't have to be a big deal, and your husband needs to do half of the work. Get the addresses from your mother-in-law. You can get thank you notes from Walmart or Amazon for about $10 for a box of 25 Create a template of four basic sentences to use and modify to personalize the cards. Thank you so much for the XXX. It will be very helpful in bathing, feeding, cuddling, dressing the baby. As you may have heard, baby came in early, so it's been an exciting but exhausting time for us. It was nice to meet you at the shower, and I hope to see you again next time we visit. Assuming about 20 people came, you can finish this project in about an hour for under five, under $25. I'm coming here. That's a very pro card. Yeah. Second top comment. The second one literally underneath it. I've never received a thank you card for something like a baby shower and it's never bothered me before. Especially not enough to be upset with a pregnant woman slash new mother, Lamau. I truly find it ridiculous, especially given you didn't ask for the party mm -hmm. and don't even know these people. If anything, your husband can send the cards since there are his people in the first place, but not the a-hole. Are they all missing that it's two women? Oh, uh, it might be. Or maybe I found the story wrong. Uh, let me see. <laughs> let me... Uh, maybe I accidentally typoed something in, but no, it is, I think it is two women. So what husband? <laughs> yeah, where he at? I don't it's see all him. his fault. <laughs> yeah, screw the husband. Uh, no, yeah, two female. I, 27 female, and my fiance, 26 female, recently had our first baby. Yeah, blame it on the husband. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That, it's <laughs> that, her husband's yeah. fault. Wherever the heck he's at. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. They, it was very, like, back and forth. So I don't know what it is supposed to be. Um... I, I also don't like being just saying things that you're supposed to say for the sake of saying them. I can't wait to see you again. Yeah. I, I, I've never met you. I honestly don't remember half of your people's names. Or I appreciate faces. and I appreciate the moment. But. Maybe, I mean, that's a perfect card. If you were to. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> if you were to write that card back, what would you say? Come on. Um, I appreciate you attending and your gift. Have a nice life. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Send it out. That's good. I, I that's what you used to say. That's our last little statement there, and um, I'm sure they'll maybe I don't know enjoy it. No, I think I would just put um, if I had to, right? Yeah. Uh, I appreciate you attending. I, thank you so much for the gift. Thank you <laughs> again. Thank you. Thanks again. Comma again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That wasn't very different from the last one. That one is like, name the gift yeah, that no, gave you, how you would use much. it, and, and yeah. hope to see you again soon. Yeah. It's, uh, Dude, I barely hope to see a lot of people I already know. <laughs> Have my family. I just, uh, maybe I'll see them again soon. I don't know. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Um, But... I don't know. Let us know what you guys are. You guys pro sending thank you card or pro not? I have only not? seen that in movies and TV shows. I, I honestly, I've only seen um Christmas picture on TV show. I've never seen any about like thank you cards no? or blah blah blah. No, mm -hmm. never. So let us know. Let us know what you guys um. Oh, this looks good. I should have been wearing the hoodie the whole time. 
Yo, what's popping, G? Well, let's redo the whole thing. I'm down. Started from the, the two hours. The beginning. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, let us know what you guys think. Are you pro Christmas card? I mean, I'm pretty, <laughs> pro a baby shower card? Not pro no, baby no, shower pro card? pro thank you cards and Christmas cards. Yeah. You pro that or not? Uh, I, even though it kind of sounds nice, no, to just have... But to for myself, not to send out. I think it would be nice to take a, a professional Christmas photo. Yeah. But even yeah. Christmas, like even professional photos, are are not a, a a Mexican thing. Not in Mexico. What I would like to do, um, uh, I guess maybe there's something that we can like, um, bridge together. Dude, I'll tell you how much my family doesn't do professional cards at school when they would do professional pictures for the kids yeah and they would send previews yeah like like the little that's that's what we kept the preview with the watermark <laughs> the preview? no it didn't have a watermark but it's like little yeah you just cut it out well, they didn't even, i think one time did they order like nice. the big one um what i think we can do to like bridge both generations or whatever or, or put our own taste to it what i like to do is i would like for us to get like some really funny silly christmas picture like I don't know, me getting kicked by a donkey and you're riding a donkey and be like, whatever, right? Okay. And then send that over to, like, our friends and be like, happy Christmas or something like that. Oh, what I would say is, but again, this is people that you don't even know. Um, but for an ideal baby shower, it's your friends and family. Mm -hmm. I would definitely send all of them a thank you uh, text message. Oh, a text message, yeah. 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 But not even a thank you like that with the gift that you gave and how That's it's much, useful. Yeah. I think I, and even not individually to everyone, but to couples, um, like my brother and his boyfriend, I would be like, yeah. thank you guys for coming. Thank you. I really appreciate you guys being here. Yeah. But not, I don't know. Yeah. Let us know. And uh, also, since you're already letting us know and you're typing it, I see you. I see you, Carla, over there typing it. Um, and I know you're pro- freaking baby shower card so watch out huh? uh while you're there just leave a comment let us know what your guys is christmas looking like happy new year's and uh leave comments about the stories you know how it is i'm always i'm always down there you know i'm always typing away like using the computer whatever so let us know what you guys have planned and let me know what your favorite christmas food is happy new year's you're gonna do great next year we're all gonna do great next year Merry christmas and, uh, and happy we'll new probably year. see you I don't know. When is the next episode coming out? So this one's coming out on the, what, the 25th? Yeah. So um, right on Christmas yeah. Day. We'll see you. Yeah, Christmas Day. And then the next time that we'll see you is on the 8th. Yeah. So We're skipping New Year's. We're, skipping we're New parting Year's. it up. We gotta, we gotta have a rest time, man. We gotta have a rest time. So we'll see you on the 8th. And, you know, we're gonna bring it on the 8th. We're gonna bring it hard. So get ready. We're all messed up. Yo, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, like always... Um, I hope you guys have a great day, great week, great month, great life, great millisecond, great second, great month, uh, great December, great Christmas, and uh, great Happy New Year's, and great family, and uh, stay safe out there. Some wild people you don't want to mess with. Safe travels. Enjoy the episode. We will see you on the next, next one. Bye. Cheers. Anybody who's new, who's looking at this video for the first time, subscribe, bro. Join us in this crazy neighborhood of ours. And, uh, you know, just have some fun, silly times with us. Hear some Reddit stories. And let's see where the heck this goes. We'll see you in the next one. Laters.